Seven things you didn't know, you need to know. I'm Kira Rebens and this is the Smart 7 Ireland edition. Good morning, it's Friday the 24th of June. It's Take Your Dog to Work Day. Happy birthday, Mindy Kaling, Mick Fleetwood, Solange Knowles and Lena Messi. The preliminary results of the 2022 census were published on Thursday, revealing the Republic of Ireland now has a population of 5.12 million people. That's up 8% on the 2016 number. The head of census administration at the CSO, Eileen Murphy, says there are some record-breaking numbers in there. It is the highest population that's been recorded in the census since 1841. So that's before the famine. And the first time that it's been over 5 million since the 1851 census. So like two big milestones, 170 and 180 years ago. And I think that is the value of the census, that that we have that information going back over that 180 years that we can track those changes over time. The census also highlights the pressure on the housing market with the level of vacant homes dropping. Although Cormac Halpin, senior statistician at the CSO, says that metric is complicated. It's not just properties that are available for rent commercially. It also includes short-term letters such as Airbnb and also dwellings that are in transit between tenants that might necessarily be commercially available. So with that we see high rates of dwellings that are vacant because they're uh, rental properties in Dublin City and Galway City but we would expect that a large proportion of those would be short-term lettings. The European Union kicked off a two-day leaders' summit in Brussels on Thursday. It saw the formal acceptance of Ukraine and Moldova as future candidates for EU membership. Taoiseach Micheál Martin is attending and was supportive of the move to add new countries to the European Union. I've always cannot comprehend how we could ever refuse accession to other member states because we know that membership itself can be transformative, can spur on reforms, can spur on economic development. Ukraine's President Zelensky expressed his gratitude and said that Ukraine's future is within the EU. The summit continues on. Friday looking at additional aid for Ukraine and the ongoing issue of Russia's blockade of Ukrainian ports which may lead to a world food shortage. And full membership may still be years away as the president of Albania, Eddie Rama, was keen to point out. North Macedonia is candidate since 17 years, if I have not lost the count. Albania since 8. I hope the Ukrainian people will not make many illusions about it. Thursday was a busy day in the US as a Supreme Court ruling saw the right to carry guns potentially extended on the same day that senators voted to implement a gun control bill in the wake of the Uvalde shooting. Fifteen Republicans joined the Democrats to introduce the bill, which could be signed in days. Thursday also saw the fifth hearing of the January 6th committee, which focused on the US Justice Department and the pressure Donald Trump applied in the wake of the November election. The then Acting Attorney General Jeffrey Rosen and Acting Deputy Richard Donoghue described having to continually convince the President that election can conspiracy theories were nonsense, including a rumour about Italian satellites. Select committee confirmed that a call was actually placed by Secretary Miller to the attaché in Italy to investigate the claim that Italian satellites were switching votes from Trump to Biden. As he told Mr. Donahue in that December 27th call, quote, you guys may not be following the internet the way I do. The two men were almost replaced by an environment lawyer, Jeff Clark, who proved more willing to do Trump's bidding. Toward the end of the meeting, the president, again, was getting very agitated, and uh, he said, people tell me I should just get rid of both of you. Most tellingly, the committee listed congressmen who sought pardons immediately after January 6th. He emailed the White House, quote, pursuant to a request from Matt Gates, requesting a pardon for Representative Gates himself and unnamed others. 
There was bad news for Boris Johnson in the early hours of Friday morning. The Tories lost not one, but two by-elections as Labour recaptured Wakefield and the Lib Dems produced an extraordinary swing in Devon to take the Tiverton and Honiton seats. The dual loss was enough for Conservative Party Chairman Oliver Dowden to submit his resignation. Boris is currently in Rwanda with Prince Charles for the Commonwealth Heads of Government meeting. Back in Devon, Richard Ford, who won the seat for the Lib Dems, says there's no doubt in his mind that the Prime Minister was on people's minds. Boris Johnson was a theme that came up on every doorstep almost and uh, I think there's a real feeling now that he has overstayed his welcome as our Prime Minister. Labour's Simon Lightwood used his acceptance speech to warn there's a message being sent. Tonight, the people of Wakefield have spoken on behalf of the British people. They have said unreservedly, Boris Johnson, your contempt for this country is no longer tolerated. Still to come the Smart 7 Ireland edition, Roy McElroy bounces back after the US Open and Amelia Clark is back, but she hasn't brought her dragons. Right after this. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome back. Roy McIlroy is back in action after his near miss at last weekend's US Open. He's playing the Travellers Championship in Connecticut and he got off to a great start on day one with one of his best ever opening rounds, finishing at eight under par, which made him an early clubhouse leader. It's like the anti-US Open here. You know, it's like it's like US Open rehab coming here. You're like, oh, I can actually make some birdies. This is nice. So I like coming here the week after the US Open. It sort of gives you an opportunity to shoot low scores and get after it. Amelia Clark is best known for playing fearless Daenerys Targaryen, mother of dragons in Game of Thrones. But she's moved on from dragons and is now taking on a new challenge in her UK stage debut of Chekhov's The Seagull. She told the BBC's Today programme why she thinks people will be attending. I'm profoundly aware of the fact that there will be people who love Game of Thrones and are seeing it for that. And so there's a huge healthy part of my brain that thinks, wonderful, I'm encouraging a different audience to come and see something they never would have seen, ever. What We Do in the Shadows is back and Series 4 of the Vampire Mockumentary boasts more surprise guest stars and tap dancing than ever. Matt Berry, Natasha Dimitrio and Kava Novak are all back for more mayhem with a US premiere date of July 12th on the FX network. UK-based fans so will have to wait for the release but it looks set to stream on iPlayer soon. This is the big opening of our nightclub. We want the drinks to be very expensive so then we attract rich humans. Rich humans are basically like veil, conceptually repulsive, but so buttery on my tongue. My search for a new wife has not been going so great. I am not a creep. I am just a very ancient warrior who wishes to marry you. This has been the Smart 7 Ireland edition. Wherever you're listening, do us a favour and hit the follow button. We're back tomorrow morning at 7am. Have yourself a great day. Written, produced and published by Daft Dogs. 
Hi, this is Kira from the Smart 7 Ireland edition. Just to let you know, we're pausing this podcast from Friday the 25th of August, but you can still get up to speed in just seven minutes if you search the Smart 7 and catch up with our UK edition. Thanks for listening.